a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. One of us owns a mirror, the other one's Tom. I I have mirrors. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, now let me, let's just do this for for the listening audience at home who's not going to be able to check this out on YouTube or Facebook. I want you to start at the bottom and describe in detail everything that you have on right now. I've got my uh, my orange Vans. Okay. They're kind of hip and cool. Sure. Like, even you could pull this off. I mean, I, I've got Vans on, too. Oh, yeah, they're just not orange because yeah. you're not bold enough. Uh, stance socks with purple flowers. Uh-huh. I've got some checkered, uh, these are like skateboarding pants that I've had tailored to be a little more narrow down by the ankle. And then but what color are they? They're like a black, gray, and mustard. Yet, and mustard. Mustard's a good, yeah, that's, that's a good word for uh-huh. it. And then I've got this vintage uh, jumper. A sweater. A sweater. Um, and of course, uh, my, my beanie, my red beanie that's above the, above the ears. So, but none of it matches. Is that what you were going for? Well, the red... On the vintage jumper matches the beanie. Uh-huh. Um, like, because I remember you were telling me, because I do pay attention to the podcast when we do it, and your mom was into fashion, and, uh-huh. you know, that was her profession for so many years before she had a litter of kids, uh, and you said you never wanted to leave the house unless you looked put together. Yeah, I feel really good right now. So much, in fact, that uh, you're willing to talk about it on this podcast. Yeah, very much. So. Here's my whole thing when it comes to what I wear. Uh-huh. I understand that my my unique sense of fashion sure. is different yeah. than what most people would. And I'm I'm I like that about myself. It's one of the very few things I do enjoy about myself is I'm okay wearing something. Oh, I, I mean, I, I'm okay dressing outside the box too, and just going for it and saying, "Yeah, I, I, I like the look. I like this look." If you don't like the look, that's fine. Like, did you say to the Lord and Savior Kate before you left the house today, like, "Hey, I'm going to work," and she went, "Great outfit." I, I actually asked her. I said, "Because our power is currently down. It's well, that Tuesday, might... by the way. Yeah, and so it's kind of the the, the start of this windstorm. This obviously will drop Thursday, but." Um, Nonetheless, I said, hey, you know, she didn't have much to do. Our power's out. And I said, what do you, what do you think about, how do I look? She goes, I think you look great. I said, okay. I said, that's all I need to care about. If she thinks I look good, then I feel good and away we go. So she didn't snicker afterwards? or No, heavens no. Like send you out like uh, the emperor's new clothes? Do you know about that story? Uh-uh. The emperor's new clothes? No. Uh, he walked around naked. And everybody was afraid to tell the emperor that he wasn't wearing any clothes. So they said, you look great. Until he looked in the mirror and was like, I don't have any clothes on. And they were like, yeah, you're the king. We didn't want to tell you. You look like an idiot. I'm paraphrasing that, but I'm pretty sure I'm close. Okay. No, I'm going to believe you because I haven't heard that story before. But uh, long story short, I like the look. I feel good. Uh, it's windy outside. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, you. So I'm not going to, like, criticize your look because that's not who I am. And that's not what you're about, yeah. No, I'm never going to say, unlike you, apparently, I'm never going to say, hey, you look stupid today. What not, are you wearing? What the hell are you wearing? I never once called you stupid or said you look stupid. But, but like, you, like, you're just, it's just very bland. Bland? Is, is, is how I, like, gray vans, pretty, sub, pretty standard set of jeans with a, a gray... Ho- hoodie, I yeah. guess you'd call it, and then a snapback hat. Like that, that's fine. I mean, and that's kind of my—that's my flavor. That's my style. And if you just want to be one of the many minions out there, <laughs> you can continue dressing like that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead. So I should say that this is Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. One of us is a peacock, and the other one's Casey. Because you're kind of peacocking. You know, that's funny because I've my my wife is a, fa- a fashion designer. My mom, my my wife is a graphic designer. Uh huh. And so she has this unique ability to create um, digitally, you know, okay. logos, packaging. She's an artist. She's an artist. She's very creative. And uh, I've always wanted, and I understand, like, the market for retail clothes is 
drowning. You know, there's so many different products out there and different labels. But I've always wanted to have more color in my wardrobe mm-hmm. because I think most men probably just have what you're wearing. And I, to be frank, have a lot of darker clothes as well. But I, um, I've always wanted to brighten it up. And, and that, there aren't that many male-driven retail products or labels that have a lot of color. So maybe one day, Case, I'll get there. Yeah, I, No, I think you, very are, uh, you are fashion forward. I mean, I, I dig your vibe. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah. You Thanks know, I mean, for bringing I, it up. I don't want you to think that I was, you know, putting you down. Yeah. Because I like what you're putting out there. Thanks. Hey, um, can we move on? I heard you came face to face with a mortal enemy this weekend. Man, it was, this is big news. Okay. Okay, so let me paint the picture for you. I love it. So it was a big landscaping weekend for me and Kate and Saturday, Sunday, Oh, let me get my days because Monday was a holiday. Saturdays before Sunday. Yes, but I, we we had it was Sunday morning. Uh-huh. I get up and I mow the lawn and I do a few things in the garden. But we were actually normally we have dinner with our in laws on Sunday. We we decided we were going to have brunch, uh-huh. which was quite nice, by the way. I, I I think most people in this state, Utah, mm-hmm. and maybe neighboring states, uh, have a weekly. Sunday meal with their in-laws. Yeah, if it's family time. Yeah, and I would recommend, um, I, I would recommend changing it up and 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 keeping the dinner every now and again, but move to a brunch, maybe an afternoon tea. Ooh. Because I guess for me personally, now that we have Bubbles, who's just passed the six-month uh, milestone, it, it's just it's become harder to get him ready. Make sure he's fed, go over to the in-laws, spend time with them. If he starts causing a bit of a muck, then, you know, he, he likes to be in his own little cocoon. And, and over it there, there's more distraction. He's in a new environment. So it's just become harder. But anyway, we did brunch. Anyway, so I mow the lawn. We go over to the in-laws. We have brunch. We come back. It's probably one o'clock, early afternoon. And we have a lot to do in the garden. So we, we, we get out of the car, pull into the driveway, get out of the car. And I noticed that there were two fresh dirt mounds. Ooh. And, and, and I know what, a, what fresh dirt now looks like because of the past six months. Where, You've been battling these yeah, walls. Yeah, like the second I wake up, I walk into the kitchen. We have a little window in our kitchen that looks directly out into our backyard. And I scour the backyard for fresh dirt. And I'm like, that's really weird because I just mowed the lawn like a couple hours ago and I didn't see... Dirt mounds, fresh dirt mounds. So I go over to the first one, nothing. I go over to the second one, which Mm -hmm. is towards the back of the property. And I kid you not, I'm about three paces from the mound. And I see this gopher's head, right? Like his, his little paws are up by his chin. And we, we make eye to eye contact. Ooh, now you're mad dogging each other. And I'm like, oh my what and i start screaming and he doesn't like you you'd think like he would like do a u-turn and like go back down in head first he do, he i knew he was scared he or she i shouldn't i shouldn't say what his sex is because i don't know but he, <laughs> yeah, 2020 case i got you so so just imagine like a gopher poking his head out of a hole right mm-hmm. and then just like his all of his limbs just go floppy he just like Fong! and just drops oh and I'm like, Kate! And she's like, what, what, what? And I start running to the back door, unplug the hose from the hose. Fortunately, we just put a new water hose out uh, or, a, or a tap out the back. Grab the, because the, we only have one hose. Grab the hose, run to the back of, attach it, crank the water as, as fast as I can. Pull the hose like a firefighter. Sure. You know, yeah. and just plug it. You're going to drown this puppy. Oh, yeah. Did you? I think I did. Really? I think I drowned it, Case. Oh, how do you know? When are we going to know? Well, only time will tell, but we haven't had a, a, a dirt mound since. And this was two days ago, and normally we have dirt mounds within a two-day stretch. So to remind our listeners and viewers, you've been battling these gophers for the past six months. 
I've been battling the Gophers for the past six months. I've also been battling my wife on it. Okay. So your first uh, attack was using these uh, little things, spikes you put in the ground that emitted a sound yep. that Gophers supposedly hated. Yeah, and it also it had like a little vibration that would shoot through the, the tunnels and supposedly they didn't work. Didn't work. No, they didn't work. And how much did you spend on those? Uh, not a ton. Probably like 25 bucks. You get two of them at Home Depot. And, and battery it, chargers, throw them in. Yeah. And those batteries, by the way, last a long time. They're still clicking away. Okay, so then you gave that about two weeks to no avail. Nothing good. Nothing good. And then so what happened was on, I think, Friday night. Well, we don't get to Friday night yet because you also did the smoke bombs, right? Well, that was Friday night. Okay. But here's the deal with smoke bombs. Yeah. Is, you know um, what my kids call them? Huh? Smoke bombs. Nice. Like, so I thought I thought I was gonna, I thought the fire department was gonna show up to my house. Mm-hmm. So so if you if you have the same problem, go for problems, um, and you buy these smoke bombs. I just got four off Amazon. I don't know, they weren't much, but you probably need more than four, depending on how many holes you have. But so the 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 ignite the um, wick the wick yeah is actually at the same end that the smoke comes out of. Yeah, that's most of them. Oh really? Yeah. Because on like a firecracker firework, it's up the other end, isn't it? No. Oh. Well, I made the mistake, and I went, I lit the wick, and then I shoved it down with the wick coming out the hole, <laughs> and then I noticed that I had a, a cloud of a smoke, smoke coming at you. Coming at, yeah, and like my entire backyard, and you guys have seen my backyard, it's decent size, like the entire backyard. It's also a tinderbox, it's dry back there. <clears throat> it is dry back there. That's another- You've got all that dead sod lying around. Yeah. You need some sod? No, not dead sod. Oh. Uh, you can it can come back. You can bring it back to life. Oh yeah, sure. A few seeds and she'll be fine. But um, the smoke bombs, I don't know if they they didn't work. So after you lit the first one and you got a face full of smoke, did you thought, hey, maybe I'll just switch it around and put it the other way? Well, yeah, no, I re- I quickly realized in the midst of you know being in a cloud myself uh-huh. that I, I put it in the wrong way. Yeah, and so I had three left. Yeah, and so I uh, <laughs> I I lit it and then had to kind of do a quick flip toss. Did you inhale any of that smoke? I think I did, which uh, I think causes cancer. So don't, I don't don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Now let me ask you this: um, Did you see smoke go in one hole and come out another I hole? I did not. So they're not connected. No, yeah, I didn't. So part of the problem with the gophers here's part of the deal. Okay, so what what would normally happen is I and this is why seeing the the, the bloody gopher, you know, in broad daylight was such a momentous occasion for me because what would happen is I. I'd wake up one morning, I'd look out the window, I'd be sipping on my cup of joe, having a bagel, whatever, eating a bowl of cereal, and I'd see fresh dirt. And I'd have my breakfast, I'd have my cup of joe, and then I'd walk out in my pajamas, and I would grab my little shovel that I have, and I would try to find the hole. Because what they do is they dig up, and then they cover the hole with with dirt. Mm. And so once you start spreading the dirt around, it becomes incredibly challenging to try and actually locate the hole that they've made because when you move dirt around it, it generally just fills the hole up. Yeah. And, and so very rarely would I come out, maybe three times throughout six months, I would come out and the gopher or its friends, and I don't know how many there are. That's, a, that's the other thing. That's why I'm waiting for the next few days. You don't know if it's a colony, if it's just one wayward gopher? Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Maybe it's a, a single gopher mom? Yeah, could be a family. I, I really don't know. But um, part of the problem was, you know, you, you would rarely come out. I would rarely come out and, and find the fresh mound and see a, a pretty good hole going into the ground. And that's hard, because how are you meant to kill these things, or at least... Get rid of them when sure. you don't know where they're. Ca- you know, like the, the you know the vicinity of it. Yeah, but it's a, like I'm telling you, some of these mounds and like it's big, a needle in a haystack. Yes, when I when I made eye contact with that gopher case, mm-hmm. my heart started pounding because I didn't really know what they looked like either. And when I was putting the firecrackers in a few nights earlier, I was worried that it would come out and grab my hand, bite me. <laughs> Do they bite? I'm sure. Here, so here's also, I know this. I'm dragging this story on. No, but not at all. This is really big for me. No, I get it. We want to celebrate your victories with you. <sighs> Thank you. We we put in this beautiful new, I guess, flower bed, fruit tree it. bread, yeah, uh, bed. And it took a long time because that was all grass. I had to move sprinklers. There was a lot of complications with moving sprinklers, broken pipes. I've now become quite the expert at sprinklers. And um, long story short, we put uh, weed barrier down. Put some mulch in there, 
buried some trees, plants, whatever. I noticed before we put the weed barrier in, like a few days before, that there was a mound right in that new bed. And I'm thinking to myself, I swear, I swear, if, if I put six months of blood, sweat, some occasional tears into this bed that I've, I've I've made, you know, and I wake up within the next week or two and I have a gopher mound that's dug through the weed barrier, killing a fruit tree or one of the plants we've planted. I will be so livid that I I, I may just go to Home Depot and rent one of those sod cutters mm-hmm. and just tear up the entire backyard. Man. You know, like I would be that... And I just say, you know what? I'm putting turf down. That's it. Cement. Yeah, just cement the whole thing. I don't care. Bubbles doesn't need grass. Nope. We can put a tennis court down. I don't know. Something. Pickleball. There you go. I, like, anything but grass because like, these gophers are dead to me. But it's been two days after the drowning and you haven't uh, seen the Rest gopher. Rest in peace, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. So I, I was fighting my wife on this. I mentioned that earlier. I didn't go into it. She didn't want to kill the, the gopher. What did she want to happen? She wanted us to... Relocate it? Relocate the gopher. Did you ask her how this was going to happen? I did. And what'd she say? She said we'd find a way. Huh. Yeah. And I said, I just don't know if we will. And you know what? I'm okay. I was okay with the gophers at at the start. Yeah. Because we weren't using the grass. Yeah. It's a decent size grass patch. Yeah. And like Bubbles is not running. But so this summer and even into the fall before the snow falls, we're not going to use that area. So it's like, you know what? For the, for the first couple of months, I was like, have at it, gopher. Yeah. But it got to a point where it was happening a lot. Like, you know, it was... Like, you felt like he was taking advantage of you. Like, you had this unwritten kind of agreement that, hey, we're not using it. You can use it. But then he took advantage of it he and started popping up advantage. holes everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, look, you know, I'll be nice to you. I'll scratch your back. I'll let you play around in the yard. But yeah. you're not giving anything back to me. Mm-mm. You're it's- just making... You know, like when I mow the lawn, it's not as easy as mowing the lawn should be now. Mm-hmm. And you and you had a job as mowing lawns before, so you know how to mow a lawn. I, yeah, you go around the outside and then you go on angles, whatever angle you decide. But you know what? What? Speaking of mowing lawns, you never go the same way. So let's say you go vertically one week. Uh huh. Never go vertically the second week. Why? They said the grass grows better, so you'd go vertically one week, horizontally, or even diagonally the next. I think I've been cutting it the same way for three years. How's your lawn? Ah, decent. Well, if you want it to be really good, I'd go the other way. The problem is most lawns, are like, some are long, and so it just makes sense to go vertically. Some are kind of fatter, which makes sense to go. So going, like, going horizontally on a long lawn takes longer, which I think puts a lot of people off. Yeah, it's me. That's why I don't do it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll try it this time. Hey, uh. Thanks for letting me no, share I, that. No, it was a great story. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just this thing is dropping. Like, I think it, you know, if I didn't drown it, it probably had a heart attack when it saw me. Have you given the gopher a name? I haven't. Doesn't deserve one. Ooh. Cold. Yeah, no, this gopher is hopefully literally dead to me. Do you have gophers in Australia? No, we have possums. Uh-huh. I know mm, what a possum is. Not as bad. Just like an overgrown rat, but the, the, but the possums don't do anything. They play dead a lot. Yeah, but like they don't dig. Oh. You know what I mean? Like they'll hang out in the tree. Maybe they'll like, I don't know, pluck some of your apricots off your apricot tree, but that's it. Okay. Have the apricots. Yeah. If they, I mean, have the, you take them all for, for crying out loud if it makes you happy. I've got something I want to talk about. I'd love to hear it, Case. In Australia, because maybe, maybe this is just a Utah thing. And you have a shower, right? Or do you have a, a bath shower? Well, I have a bath shower. Okay. Have you ever been in like an all-glass shower? So my in-laws had an all-glass shower, and we lived there for a number of years. Uh-huh. Um, Leslie has a glass shower. And then right there on the glass shower, there's a little like a suction cup with uh-huh. a hook. Yeah. Little, I know where this is going. A little squeegee. Yeah. And so uh, right The after- worst. Well, I mean, the worst. I, I under listen. I understand squeegeeing because I think a, a little maintenance goes a long way. So you don't get the water spots, the hard water spots on the glass. But can we be fr- like, unless you're having guests over? 
Yeah. Who cares about a few water spots? Ooh, we're gonna call Leslie here in a second. And uh, you're, you're you're on my boat though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I have a glass shower and I don't have a squeegee, but you also can't see through my glass shower because of the water spots. Because of the water spots. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing that it's weird, okay? So, so, and I don't want to paint a horrible picture for you guys, but I'm in a little bit better shape, so it might help you with it a little bit. But so you get done showering, okay? And then what do you want to do? You got to squeegee before you can get out of the shower, right? So, so you're standing there naked. Uh huh. I, I in the winter time it's much worse. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, because you're cold. So you're naked, and so. You know, you get there and you squeegee down one side, you squeegee down another, and then you go to the other door and you squeegee down that and that. And that's just kind of weird. It's like working out naked. I don't think you should ever do that. But anyways, I do that. And so I squeegee it. And I've done this for probably three months. How big are the glass just to try and – just so I can try and envision it. The size better. of that window right there. So probably like six feet wide. Yeah. Total, yeah. Easy six feet wide. Yeah, and pretty tall, I imagine. Probably seven feet tall. Yeah, okay. You know, so, I mean, it, it takes it takes three swipes down with a squeegee each pane. Okay. Okay, and so I did this for three months. After and every shower. After every shower. You're better than I. And I thought, man, I'm killing this. I am doing wonderful, you know, until she goes, hey, I thought you were supposed to squeegee. And I go, you haven't noticed? I've been squeegeeing for three months. And she goes, no, you got to do the tile and the surrounding bench and then the floor. My wife and I have been here. And, and I was like, I, do what? I said, there's, there's a drain in it. That, I mean, th- and it's sloped. I mean, that's, so, that's where the water, sp- it's going to naturally just go there. She's talking about squeegeeing the tile that you stand on? Yeah. That's too much. And then the bench and then the tile surrounding it. Well, does she want you to spend half an hour squeegeeing when you get done showering? I mean, well, why would you shower? You don't even need a towel because by the time you're done squeegeeing, you're dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're sweating again. By the time you get done, you probably need a shower again. It's These just... are all valid questions. and But I, I think there's a lot of people out there that d- do a squeegee. You know, uh, hold on one second. We're supposed to wrap up, but we'll just call Leslie real quick. That's too much. Yeah. That's a little, that's. Hello. Hey, you're on the podcast. Don't swear. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, so I was just telling uh, Tom about your squeegee routine in the shower. Oh, yeah? And and how for the first three months I thought I was doing wonderful because I was just squeegeeing the windows. Yeah. But that's not where you stop, right? Oh, no, you do the wall down the floor. Well, and, and Tom was wondering, why would you do the floors? Because it's kind of sloped towards the drain, and then the water's naturally supposed just to run down there. Yes. But then you have grout issues mm. in the corner. Uh, yeah. Grout issues. Preventative. Preventative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically that. like Botox for your shower. Exactly. We're on the That's same. A lot cheaper. A lot cheaper than having to get it regrouted. Yeah. Right. I didn't think of the grout. Yeah. Well, you got us there. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, just don't put tile down then. Well, then what would you put? Laminate? Anything but? I don't know. Concrete? I think we're going to lose this one. Stick around. More Dadtastic. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and... Get ready, because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Dadtastic. I'm Casey Scott. I'm Tom Hackett. What's going down with you today, brother? There's a few things. Talk to um, me. And I'm kind of weighing up which which topic to go with next. But we'll start with we'll start with this. So, um, custard. Mm. 
There's a custard place around the corner from where I'm living. Are we talking about a frozen custard or like a custard pie? A, a frozen custard. Mm. Um, which, first of all, I was really disappointed that it was frozen when I received it. Oh, because you thought it was just going to be like a... A tub of custard, like English custard. Yeah. I love custard. For I those, love real custard. For those who don't know, do you know what's in a custard? Um, I don't really know what's in a custard. Cream. Uh-huh. I'm, yeah, it's very creamy. It's a, it's like, it's very. If if you're if you can't handle texture, you ain't gonna like custard because mm. it is gooey, but it's sweet and it's warm. Hopefully, and custard. I and you don't get custard out here. I learned over no, the weekend. No, no. it's all Most, frozen. Yeah, it's all frozen. Yeah, which is so it's ice cream. Yeah, but so it's like, a, can we just call it what it is? It's ice cream. It's not custard. Well, there's ice cream. There's custard, and there's something. Have you heard of called concrete? Frozen concrete? Uh-uh. Yeah. What's that? It's something along those lines, but right. it's, it's huge. So one thing people don't know about Utah, if you're listening to the eight people in Australia, Utah's- 25. 25. Utahns love their ice cream. Yes. I mean, it, it is it is a love affair going back to the old ages. They just the, love- I, Sweets. Sweets. Cookies have taken oh. off in here in the state of Utah. Soda pops. Soda, yes. Yeah, soda pops, baby. And, of course, ice cream's been around forever and a day. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, long story short, I get done yesterday. This was Monday, Labor Day. And we'd been working in the front yard, um, doing a bit of doing a bit of this and that. And um, my brother-in-law calls me. He's like, hey, me and my, my girlfriend are going to get treats. They just happen to live across the road. So communication's pretty easy. And, um, and they're like, we're going to get custard. I'm like, oh, my word. I, I, I'm like, Kate, why haven't you taken me to go get custard? And she's like, well, first of all, I didn't really know that you love custard this much. <laughs> and two, I feel like you've had this custard before. And so I'm like, I'll get the original. She's like, no, you're going to want the strawberry. Because I, I, I will admit I love strawberry. It's very feminine of me, but I love strawberry ice cream. No, it's okay. Like strawberry haagen is one of my go-tos. I, just, I don't know. I just love, have always. Anyway. Put a little uh, strawberry haagen in the bowl. Put some Love Island on. You're set for the day. Huh? I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. But- I'm, I can't eat a whole tub of ice cream. I'm not one of those psychopaths. <laughs> like, I, I just need, like, a like a, a small bowl, you know? Yeah, I got you. Maybe, like, ten mouthfuls. Okay, a couple scoops. Yeah, but, like, there are people out there. I think Josh might be one of them. Could do some damage on a five-gallon? Just, like, whack it day and night. Oh, yeah. You could. Yep, he's nodding his head. What, are you? Could you? No, I, I mean, I, I like mine. I'm, I'm a Ben & Jerry's. I like a half-baked. I mean, a lot I'm, of people love Ben & Jerry's. Yeah, they, I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're mixtures. Are amazing. Huh. They're second to none. I right. mean, really, I go, wow, that shouldn't work, but it's amazing. Thank right. you, Ben right. or Jerry. Yeah, both. both. Um, so, long story short, my, my brother in law calls me and he's like, hey, we're getting some custom. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, hey, give us, because uh, Kate was like, you got to get the strawberries. So, I'm like, hey, get us two regular strawberries for now and then get us a pint of the original. Mm. Put it in the freezer. We'll have it later. I'm like, sweet. A couple day. weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks later, whatever. And uh, they come back, and these regulars, by the way, I should have known, are gigantic mm. for a regular. Like, they are, you know, big. Probably 20 ounces. Like, like pretty good size. 16 is probably more realistic. But, um, and it's ice cream. I learned that it's bloody frozen. I was a bit disappointed, but I love strawberry ice cream. Yeah. And this was, and it had melted a tad, so it was, it was anyway. And it was after a, a day of working in the gun. So I was ready to, to fill my stomach with some goodness, and I polished the whole thing. Mm. Like, I, I could not stop eating it. And that is rare for me. As I mentioned earlier, like, I, I generally like ten, a 10-scoop ten bowl of ice cream. I polished this whole thing. Like, Kate was like, you're done? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Can I have yours? Did you uh, taste it? Yeah, I tasted it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was... That's what my girlfriend would say to me, because I'm a fast eater. She goes, I don't even think you tasted it. Oh, because it, in a, yeah, yeah, straight down? Yeah. You don't even chew? Oh, I no. chew. Oh, okay. Just not a lot. Yeah. That's disgusting. Um, a few hours later, I'm just hanging out. We we were done in the garden, so I was ready to just sit on the couch, and we had a chicken Caesar salad that was delicious, and homemade croutons, you know, chewy croutons. Anyway, and I was like, oh, my goodness, my stomach is starting to rumble a bit. Oh. And then I let out a cheeky, just a fart. <laughs> Just a cheeky. No, I, 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 yeah, we, we know what they are. Yeah. And, um, I was like, <laughs> my, a few things. 
a fart that small has never stunk that much. <laughs> and two, it hasn't stunk smelling like that. Uh-huh. Like that stank. Uh-huh. Since I can remember. Huh. And I was like... Do you catalog those smells then, I guess, it sounds like? I mean... I, I feel like like if you pop... Is that a better word? Sure. Fart? What, yeah, whatever. I feel like fart's not all that appropriate. No, whatever. We've already said it. Yeah, okay. Um, when you have... A, and it smells a certain way, like you generally know, like that's that's not a... That's not good. Yeah, there's something not right inside. Yeah, something's... So I do what most people should do, I think, and I go to the restroom and I sit there. <laughs> okay. And I sit there for a while and nothing really happens. How many games of solitaire did you play? Quite a few. <laughs> In fact, I, I broke my record. <laughs> <laughs> I did it in a minute. There you go. Yeah, 1.00. So I'm, yet, I'm trying to get into the 59 yeah. range. but <clears throat> And nothing happened, so I went back and, and sat on the couch and... and did it again, and it smelled just as bad. Yeah. So a couple hours go by. I'm getting ready for, for bed. It's probably 9.30 at this point. And You're expecting something else to happen? I'm like, let's try for it again. Yeah. Just go sit. Yeah. I, I should also note, and I don't want to get graphic here, but- like, Oh, yeah, don't start now. No. When I go to use the restroom, if I'm going to do number, number two, like I, <clears throat> I let it come to me. Oh, it tells you. Yeah, like my my wife is the opposite. She like, can tell it. She she attacks. Yeah. And I go on the defend. Yeah. On the defense. She attacks it. So she'll she'll be in there for 30 seconds. I mean, it, I'm like what? Uh you know, I it takes me 30 seconds to pull my trunks down and, and yeah. get situated. But she acts like she's played a game of solitaire. She wants to get in and done under a minute. Yeah, yeah, no, she's quick. So anyway, I go back right before bed and nothing happens again. I sit there for 20, 30 minutes and just nothing. Can't I even tried to give me a little something that yeah. I'm not used to doing, huh. but yeah, I think I'm I'm potentially mm-hmm. I'm 28. Am I starting to become slightly lactose intolerant? Oh, that is what because I'm lying in bed and, and so this is also. So quite, did you did you go to Google Doctor? No, 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 no. Because I hate doing that. Everyone's like, "Oh, your fart smell. You have cancer." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> anyway, um, what? Huh. Never heard that one, yeah. but okay. Yeah, anal cancer. I'm like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> Just when I think you can't take it to the Stop. next level, you take it to the next Stop. level. Anyway, I love it. Um, Kate, Kate brings it up. She goes, do you think it was the, 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 the custard? And I'm mm. like, oh my goodness, of course. It probably was because I had that 16-ounce, 20-ounce gallon of um, custard. Custard, yeah. And, and I think maybe and the cream or whatever they put in that thing is, is – and I'm good now, by the way. So I just slept off, oh, slept it off, um, and and I'm fine now. But but I'm I'm starting to worry that maybe I could be getting to that age. Did you ever? And my question to you would be, and Josh, because Josh is older than me, of course. Josh probably. Well, he said he likes ice cream, so maybe he's had a tub and had the same thing. But have yeah. you ever? Have you ever had? No, I no. I mean, I'm a big fan of ice cream. I'm a big fan of cheese. I mean, I, I, I love cheese, and that's what makes me so nervous. I, I love I love my bowl of cereal in the morning, cinnamon life, and milk. You know, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm very dairy friendly. I mean, I think yeah, I've never had a problem with that. Never, never, Josh. Uh, no, I'm very dairy friendly as well. And if it got to a point where if I would eat some ice cream and it caused me to deal with what you were working with there, uh, worth it. Ooh. You'd push through? Uh, I'd, I'd <sighs> fight through. See, I don't know if I would. I uh, So when I get stomach pains, mm-hmm. because I'm whatever, I call them um, period pains. <laughs> and my wife does not like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't like it either. Oh, you don't like that? No. I'm not a big fan of the P word. What do you call it? Uh, I, I try not to talk about it. Like, like. See, I think that's a problem. No, it's like I'm good at talking about anything and everything. And uh, that's the one thing that I do not like talking about. Okay. I, so I mean, this I, is interesting. I mean, I absolutely hate that topic. Whoa. And I've got two. Well, let's go there. And I've got two daughters and. Uh, How old? 15. She's happening? Yeah. But my, my 12-year-old. Starting? I know. I had to ask her. And she said, Dad, I promise you I'll never get it. And I said, thank you, honey. I believe you. <laughs> She goes, I don't ever want to grow up, Dad. I'm never going to get it. And I said, 
There you go. I like that <laughs> mentality. Yeah. So yeah. Why? I, did, what, what? 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 You I, must have had a bad experience. No. 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 I just. I'm not a big fan of blood. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, that's the one thing that I, I just. You know. I mean. I can. I can do just about anything in the world, but I'm just not a big fan of it at all. I mean, it makes me queasy just sitting here talking about it. And I can see the joy on your face, and, and I'm not. Well, like, hold on a second. Like, 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 like I don't get too close to it. No, hey, look, I, I don't even think we need to be talking about it. You okay, know? but, like, it happens. Well, yeah. That's, uh, just, it's, like, it's like nature no, doing no, its course. No, I, mean, I, no, I get it. I get it. I, I, I get the process. I get that it's important, and, and I understand the, the significance of it. But you just want to pretend like it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, to each their own, I guess. I mean, I, I sure. I mean, do I? Yeah, I don't love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we want to sit down around and have conversations, especially two dudes. Yeah, it's probably not our place. No, uh. no. So you shouldn't. You think I should stop calling my stomach issues the p word? Yeah, yeah. It's probably a bit um, insensitive. Insensitive is a good word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What do I call it then? I don't know. Like a hurt tummy? I don't know. You're just feeling icky? Icky? I don't know. All right. Maybe just be a man and just don't say anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just just, just deal with it. Okay. Um, but we got to get back to your lactose intolerant question. Because so what do I do? We got to have a controlled substance. We, I mean, not a controlled uh, experiment. We got to go get the same custard and have you eat the whole, duplicate it. No, no, I'm not putting myself in that pain again. I'm going to make you eat it and see what happens to you. I'll eat it in a heartbeat and I'll be fine. But I you think, don't know that though because I thought I was going to be fine before I ate it and then I ate it and I've I wasn't had custard fine. before. I've been to four county fairs. I've seen the world. They have a lot of custard at county fairs. I huh? don't know. It just sounded good. I didn't know either. Uh, but I think you should try custard one more time. What about ice cream? But maybe just I don't know. Ah, uh, see it. I have to be working in the garden or I have to be work, you know, going on a really long run. I have to be doing a lot of exercise and then I can demolish and whack a pint or a tub of custard again. Mm. But I just like, for example, like today I woke up, we had breakfast. I haven't done any exercise today yet. I came in, we did that. Like, after this podcast, I wouldn't be able to sit there and eat a whole thing of ice cream. Have you ever been stung by a jellyfish? I have. Okay. We have some pretty bad ones down, down in Australia. So, um... My mom's got this place down in Mexico. Mexico? Yeah. What uh, What part? Uh, it's called uh, Puerto Penasco. Oh, it sounds extravagant. It's called Rocky Point. And, rocks? Uh, Lots yeah, of rocks? There's rocks. It's a fishing village, okay. it, but it's cool. And uh, it's How a, long's it, the flight? Uh, well, you fly into Arizona, and then you drive down. Oh, so it's not far from the border. Yeah, it's about an hour past the border. Oh, it's on okay. the backside of what's called the Sea of Cortez. Gotcha. And so uh, a couple times a year, uh, the tide brings in the jellyfish. And have you heard what happens when you get stung by a jellyfish? Well, you have to pee on it. Yeah. You know, and... and, and Which is problematic if you get bitten you know, on your face. Yeah, Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. So, but do you know why... Golden shower. You, no, you're going too far. Do you know why they say that urine works? Uh, is it something to do with the acidity? It's the ammonia. Okay. The ammonia in it will take the sting away. So this was about four years ago. We're down there for a family vacation. Everybody's there. Everybody's hanging out on the beach, having a good time. My mom is a gregarious, loud, fun lady. and uh, Which is where you get it from. Yeah. And she's – well, I have my dad as well. But my mom is, is – like if you party with my mom, you party. You know you party. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, so she's down there. Next thing I know, she's screaming, oh, 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 oh. And, and everyone's like, holy cow, what's going Shock. on? Shock. Yeah, what's going on with mom? And she limps up, gets on the beach, and goes, I got stung by jellyfish. Do you know what type of jellyfish it was? I don't. Okay. She then goes, pee on me. <laughs> I go, mom, I can't. <laughs> she goes, come on, I'm asking you. And I said, mom, I can't. I can't. And I know that it's the ammonia. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Oh, how old are you? This is only four years ago. Oh, So I was 40. Okay. <laughs> I was 40 years old. Stop. She Swear. wanted you to pee on her. <laughs> on her leg. Oh, no. I said, Mom, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Because I, 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 no, I can't. 
not the time nor the place. And I said, There's, it's the ammonia, Mom. Let me run up into the house and get some uh, Windex because you can do Windex because it's got ammonia in as well. Why didn't you? So she goes, please, please, please. And my little brother goes, I'll do it. <laughs> and what, he's like 35? <laughs> he's two years younger than me, so oh, he's 38. He's 38. Yeah. So he peed. Well, he ended up peeing in a cup and then oh, dumping the cup. That's what I was going to say. If you yeah. run into the house, you pee in a cup and then you come out and pour it. Yeah. But that I, way you don't have to. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. But I was <laughs> yeah, always yeah. like, Mom, this is going to end up in therapy and I'm not going to be happy about this. Oh, I, that I, don't, I don't want to be. No, I can't do it, Mom. That's very But my little brother, like I always describe my brothers, um, like if someone goes, there's a, my older brother goes, hey, guys, be careful. There's a line right here. Huh. And then I was always like, hey, look, everybody, I'm walking on the line. And my little brother's like, hey, somebody said something about a line, but I didn't hear it because he's way past the line. <laughs> yeah, okay. he's, just, he's just he's just way over. There. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, yeah he's, um, because I've been landscaping a lot, you know, it's also very healthy for lemon trees what? To, in, to, to be fed urine. Oh, really? Yes. How, how, do you come, that out there. how do you come across that information? Uh, Google. Well, and my dad, my dad, we had a lemon tree when I was growing up, so I'd always go pee on it. And hey, but you you do want to wash it down with water. I've got a really funny story about urine. Okay. I I don't know if I tell me if I'm going too far because I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel I'm, like you'd go anyways. I'm drawing the line, you know. Yeah, well, I mean this 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 last uh, segment has been very insightful. Yeah, it really has. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Dadtastic. To my disgusting life. Hope you have some good takeaways with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my father-in-law um, used to have his. Well, he's a general contractor. I've said it before. I'll say it again. He used to hire. He basically did all of his own work and. He would hire his uh, nephew to come along for the ride. and Anyway, his nephew was, was really good about helping out and, and, and all that, but he wasn't, the, he, he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, mm-hmm. his nephew. And so my father-in-law used to be able to play tricks with him. And, and a lot of the time he wasn't intending on playing tricks, but he would... Anyway, so for example, my father-in-law had his, his uh, nephew come around and he's like, wow, uh, Bill is my father-in-law's name. Your grass looks really good. You know, like, how on earth do you get your grass to look this good? He goes, uh, whatever his name is, he says, you know, I filled up like six months worth of urine just in buckets. And then I kind of sprayed it over the grass um, and, and, and it does really well. And he was joking, of course, because urine will kill the grass. Don't, yeah. don't put urine on your grass. It'll kill it. But, yeah. But pee on a lemon tree because that's actually good. M- my brother-in-law's nephew filled up. Buckets of urine <laughs> for six months and poured it on it, killed his entire life. <laughs> Is that not the craziest thing? <laughs> like, what world are we living in? Is the nephew married? I think he's married, yeah. Was he married at the time? I think he was. And I, he's still married, but I don't know what sort of stress that would have caused. Like, can you imagine huh. feeling like. Honey, what what are you doing? Like I just gotta go, gotta go again. That's out, out to the bucket. That's like stuff you'd see on Criminal Minds. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like you go do not the, do that. You go into the garage and they got six buckets of urine. You're going, huh? This is not seem right. Funny. In here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're listening to Dad Tastic. We'll be right back. I'm Casey Scott. I'm Tom Hackett. I like it when you get all excited about Thank it. You. Hey, so uh, off air, Josh just challenged us to a a 360 contest. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I said I could do a three sixty, and he said, "Well, well no, I, I, I kind of like what you said because off air we were talking a little bit about the pandemic and kind of uh, the state of the world, and you said if Doctor Fauci told you to do a three sixty every time you left your house, you would do it. Sure. And then Josh goes, "You think you could do a three sixty? Yeah. And you went, "Yeah." And yeah, then how I, many tries do you think? You, I said one. And, and then you I said, "I piped in." I was like, "I can do it too." And he's like, "Yeah, but you guys are old." I'm like, "Time out. Hold on a second, Josh. I'm younger than you. Yeah, and a collegiate athlete. Well, I have a hard time believing that you are a collegiate athlete. I, I, I do have a hard time believing that you I had was. a cup of coffee with the New York Jets. Yes, I did. You know what I mean? And and and, and you're back. I did not fit in. But you are working. Woo! You're Let work, me tell you, you're back working out. I was you, in a locker room. <laughs> with some big boys <laughs> and then there was me so what were like hey i don't think this guy belongs get him out 
I said, say imposter, what? imposter. Yeah. Hey, so what we're going to do is after we get done film, uh, recording this podcast today, me and you are going to go out in the office and we're going to do our 360. Yeah, right out the, out, out the studio. And so you'll be able to follow us on our Instagram. We've got a YouTube channel, all these things. So we're trying to uh, take this to the next level, if you will. Yes, we are. Okay. But before we get to that, I was uh, downstairs watching my stories uh, in my house. I had the kids this weekend. On Facebook? No, I was watching the stories. Like it was SUV something, like Law and Order or something uh, like right, that. Right. My stories are my programs. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. catch up. I still like watching those. And Frankie comes running down. She's my middle child. Dad, 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 I need you up in the room. And normally when she does that, it's because there's a fly or a mosquito. Spider. Spider. And, 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 and she's uh, really concerned about those. And so I was like, okay, I'll be up in a minute. She goes, no, dad, now. I could hear the seriousness in the tone of her voice, like she needed her dad. So I go upstairs, and there in her bedroom is her friend Reese. And she's got this curling iron contraption Uh -uh. just choked right to the end of her head because it sucked up her hair and will not give it back. And this is Frankie's best friend. And so my first thought was, oh. Chop it. No, no, no. That's, that's got to be your last thought. So luckily, I got, I got some thinking. I got some. I, I I need to be be a better dad. Yeah. So luckily, they were smart enough to unplug it because if you've got your hair wrapped around a curling iron for a long period of time, it's going to fry it and break it. Catch on fire. I don't know if it catches on fire. Burn the house down. No, it's just going to fry your hair and it's just going to break off. Oh. So she unplugged it. So I okay. sit there and so what it is is it's a curling iron contraption that it sucks up your hair in a curl. And then it puts heat on it, and then it sucks it back out, and it comes out at a curl. Gotcha. And it's pretty cool. And Leslie gave it to my kids for Christmas because awesome. because I'm not a – I mean, I got one hairdo that I can do on the girls, and the two girls are old enough now. Ponytail? Ponytail. Yeah. I'm good at it. Uh, but they they want to have their hair done when they go to school. So when they stay with me, they, they're learning to do their own hair. And so yeah. this was a cool way to do it. Well, Reese's hair is caught in this, and Reese's dad is one of my best friends. Uh, we call him T-Bone. Nice. Yeah, T-Bone. So T-Bone's daughter's hair is caught up in this curling iron, and I'm trying to get it out, and I unplug it, and I got my hand on her hair, and then the curling iron, I'm just trying to pull it. Because you've been working out. Yeah, I've been working out. So I've been trying to get it out, but it's not budging. It's not giving. So I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, what is going to happen? And Frankie's like, Dad, you got to do something. Dad, you got to do something. And I go, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Uh, go get me a screwdriver. She goes, Dad, there's no screws. And I was like, I looked on it, and there's no screws. So I, what I did was I said, hey, Reese, put your head on the floor. So Reese now puts her head on the floor, hair sucked up in a curling iron, hot curling iron. And I step one foot right on the edge of the curling iron, grab my left hand, grab the other one like an alligator jaw and just pull and break the whole thing. You broke it. Broke it. Broke it open. So it wasn't hot because it had cooled down because they yeah, had unplugged it. had cooled it. down. But when I broke it open, all I saw was the inside. It was like looking in the inside of a robot. There's just like mechanics and all kinds of stuff, and it still wasn't giving her hair back. Oh, wow. So, but I could see the wheel. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give it one more shot. So I got a handful of hair, curling iron, and I just inch it, inch it, inch it, inch it. Finally freed all the hair. Going back to your story quickly. Yeah. Anytime there is uh, an issue, uh huh. Is your first thought screwdriver? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I found that very weird. No, because I thought I could, because uh, uh, I, I still wanted to save the contraption because it was a good contraption. Because when I did tell Leslie about the story, she goes, You broke it? And I was like, Was it expensive? She goes, It wasn't cheap. So, uh, so I'm just thinking, like, you know, you, you get a flat tire, you're like, screwdriver, Leslie, screwdriver. Leslie's <laughs> like, no, you can't use a screwdriver. No, you can't use it. But, like, for most electronics and most things around the house, I mean, I've got probably four or five drawers around the house that have various screwdrivers in them, flatheads, Phillips, all kinds of different oh, stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if most dads like you. Oh, I think, yeah. I mean, yeah, screwdrivers, it, it's essential. Do you have a lot of screwdrivers? I don't have a ton, but I have a couple. But are, are, so, they good, are they good screwdrivers? No. Because you can get some cheap screwdrivers, but you don't want them to strip the heads of the screws. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they will. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, I get excited about screwdrivers. 
Um, but yeah, so you want to get a good set of screwdrivers. Right. I, I mean, I don't have, and this is, I, I don't think we were planning on going down this road, but I don't have like a um, a setup. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? A like tool a set. tool set. So when I first moved out on my own after college, after living with my buddy Dracos, uh, we call him Drunko. Um, Obvious reasons. Yeah. And so I moved out and got my own condo. And, uh, you know, my mom bought me a housewarming gift. And she goes, do you have any tools? And I was like, no, mom, I don't. I just got done with college and had roommates. I didn't really have a place for tools. And she goes, well, I'll get you a tool set. Thanks, mom, because moms are great. Yeah. Um, Same tool set? No, no, no. She brought me a light blue one with, uh, I think he got it for like $10 if he bought a generator at Home Depot. It wasn't a very cool tool set. And I found that out when my friends came over to help me hang some stuff around my house and they looked at my tool set and then spent the next three hours kicking my butt about my tool set because it wasn't a very good tool set. Yeah, I don't have a tool set. So when my grandpa passed away, I got some of his tools and now I understand the the quality and the craftsmanship of a good tool. So... This kind of reminds me, I was watching the television last night, uh-huh. um, and you might have seen the, the same ad, I, I don't know, but there's um there's a, there's a new, is there anything worse than buying a big box of batteries, mm-hmm. opening that, that said box, mm-hmm. and then having a really hard time not losing all of the batteries from the hole you just made in the back yeah. of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing worse. There, there's a new battery company that's created a much more convenient way to store your batteries. Mm-hmm. And I think it's genius. How do you do it? Well, it's a pill. It's, so it's a pill, grab, sticks back together. I love that. Yeah. I, thought, I, I just thought that Did was... Do you buy a lot of batteries? I wouldn't say a lot. Like, my father-in-law buys a lot. Mm. Yeah. Who are you calling? Uh, Leslie. Obviously. Do you have one phone number in there, Leslie? And my kids. Oh, yeah, of course. Hi. Hi, you're on the podcast. Please don't swear. What are you doing? Just working. Hey, so me and Tom, we're no longer talking about uh, the shower squeegee. Okay. But we moved on to batteries. If I, was at, oh. if I was at your house and I wanted to get some fresh batteries, where would I go? The freezer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> why, why, why do you put them in the freezer? I don't know. I guess my understanding is this is they last longer. Yeah. So do no. you? No, no, no. I, 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 on most things in life, I, I go to you for guidance. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't say that, Tom. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Goodbye. Yes, she keeps them in the freezer. I've heard that. My mom used to do that, and I don't know if it was an old wives' tale, um, but it might be a good place to keep your batteries. It might be. A number of studies have shown that strong storing batteries in the freezer helps them retain their charge longer. This is less true for alkaline batteries. Freezing extends their shelf life by only about 5%. That is for N-I-M-H-A. No, uh, there's no A in there. I think he'll learn that if he get the three credits at college. You'll, you'll be able oh, to... Oh, I know how to read. You'll be able to not like see letters that aren't there. I don't have glasses on right now. Do you need to wear glasses? Yeah. Do you wear contacts? No. I can't put anything in my eyes. It freaks me out. <laughs> you have a phobia of contacts? Yeah, I don't like them. I tried. I've never seen you wear glasses. Well, yeah, I haven't. I used to wear them to hide the bags underneath my eyes, but I don't have the bags so much anymore, so I just stopped wearing them. That was from the alcohol? Yeah. Yeah, lack of sleep, probably. <sighs> Both. And bloated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, you know what's interesting? You, you, um, by the way, yeah. speaking of which, seven days? Seven days, yeah. So for those who don't know, I'm currently in a program to keep my license. I have to drive down uh, twice a day to the Ogden City Jail and blow for them to make sure that I don't have alcohol in my system. And uh, I've been doing that for uh, 360, no, 359 days. Yeah. Seven more days left. Just for some people... Um, blow? Explain what blow for oh, them it, it, means. It's a intoxilizer. It's yes. one of those things like if you get pulled over that you... That... I just didn't want there to be confused. No, I got you. Yeah, yes. my bad. It yeah. just become common vernacular around my house. Even my kids know. They go, where are you going, Dad? I go, I'm going to blow. They go, okay, later. Yeah. And you've been doing that for a year. Yeah. Oh, Christmas, well, New Year's. A week shy of a year. Yeah. You, so you have to go on Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving. Easter. Easter. Halloween. Everything. Everything. Wow. 
During the pandemic, didn't miss a day. And you put a photo up on your uh, social media airwaves. Yeah. Um, kind of like a before and after. It's quite remarkable. One of them is my mugshot. Yeah. And then the other one is me just right after the gym. You look, you look thin. Lost 40 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell your face is narrowed. <sighs> hey, does your girlfriend really, or your wife, really want to take up golfing? So this is pretty big. Man, I've had a couple big days. From the gopher to this. Yeah. To the lactose issue. Um. So it's this morning. Like this is like brand spanking new news. Oh, breaking news! Do, yeah. do, 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 do. So I was telling Kate about this new fire that was. What was that noise? That was the breaking noise. Breaking news noise. Oh, I was like, geez, I it's something in my ear. But um, no, do 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 do. do. I've never heard that noise before. Okay. So. Yeah, that's what. Anytime they go, it's breaking news on KSL. Nah, I don't know about that. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere, maybe in China. Um, <clears throat> I'm telling her about this fire. Right. Have you heard about this new fire? Maple down, Yeah. Down in Springville. Yeah. It's Hobble Creek. Oh, I played there. There's... Hobble Creek Canyon is where the fire is taking place. Oh, I didn't know that. For those that are listening outside of the state, it's about an hour south drive from Salt Lake City. Beautiful canyon. Oh, my goodness. Great look golf course. Hob- just look up Hobble Creek Golf Course on Google Images and you'll see some of the most beautiful... Uh, scenery? Scenery. And the... And the, the changing of the trees and it's remarkable anyway the fire's there and i'm like oh it's and i said to her kate i said this this golf course hubble creek is one of those golf courses that even you somebody that doesn't like the game of golf would be more than happy to depending on the time of year when the trees are changing color jump in the golf cart and just come along for the ride because just the the scenery is amazing Mm -hmm. and out of nowhere right out of nowhere she goes how long does it take to play nine holes and I go, two hours, 18, four hours. But it can take, it can be faster. Just depends on kind of who you're playing with and whether or not you've you got people in front of you that are slow. And she goes, I'll play nine holes. Ooh. I say, shut the front door. What? And she goes, yeah, I'll play, I'll play nine holes. I said, I, before the, the snow hits, uh-huh. so sometime towards the end of summer, early fall, I will uh, we'll get out, we'll bring Freddie. And uh, Freddie, my son, and um, and we'll we'll play nine holes. And I said, I got, I got to go to the podcast right now. That is amazing. We got to talk about it. Well, you know, as I told you, Leslie and my daughters and my son and Leslie's kids have all taken up golf, and so they've all got lessons. And they were like, "We're going to go and do this with you." And I was like, "That's great." But I think you should go with you and Kate alone. Let me watch Bubbles. You guys just go out there and do that. Okay. Don't have the distractions. All right. All right. Okay. You know. I'll ask her. Are you going to get her a lesson? You guys are Instagram friends, so she may trust you to take over. Are you going to get le- are you going to get her lessons? Because I've often told been taught that you do not want to teach somebody you love the game that you love. So here's there are so many dilemmas. So on my drive from home into the office to to record this, I just could not stop thinking about all of the different problems that have now Good problems, granted, yeah. that have now come into my life. Like, for example, um, do I teach her myself? Like, mm. I just feel like that's just not a good idea. Mm-mm. It's just not a good idea Mm-mm. because we she'll shout at me, and then I'll shout back, and then I'll, you know, feel sorry for shouting, and then we'll we'll, we'll be it'll fighting. be frustrating. Yeah, and then. Because you here's I the deal. buy her a set of clubs. Don't buy her the clubs yet. You can rent some, but here's the deal. Like, because I have three kids, and I am. And I got him into the skiing and golf. I took him out one time golfing and keep your head down. Do this, do that. They didn't want to listen to me, but they'll listen to somebody else. And I tried to teach him skiing and I, they, they didn't want to listen to me. Are you a good skier? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, pretty good. I mean, I was ski raced growing up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're good. So, um, but I think they need a lesson. I think they're going to value it more and they're going to listen more. Okay, needs a lesson. Yeah. So, I'm I'm just really... To be frank, I'm quite excited. Giddy. Uh, yeah, I'm like, very giddy because I I think, and I've said this forever, and by the way, for those that haven't been you know, keeping up to track with this, uh, it was just a couple of weeks ago that I said to Kate, hey, I'm going to buy you a set of golf clubs. Uh, they're not going to be for your birthday. It's not going to be for Christmas. I'm just going to, it's going to be a Wednesday, middle of a week, nothing going on, and I'm going to buy you a set of golf clubs. Uh, and she goes, if you buy me a set of golf clubs, I'll sell them on eBay for 50 bucks. And I said, sweet beard of Zeus, What? Huh? You said what? And uh, and fast forward a handful of weeks, and here we are, and she's now finally admitted that she will. And again, it's just once. That's all right. Now, it, I should note, and, and, and I'll be brief, 
her like golf runs in in her on her side of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, her grandparents were like I can't remember if it's I think it was on her mum's side, her mum's father, so her grandfather uh, held or currently holds like the um, state amateur record for sixty plus or something crazy. Like he has like trophies and he's so like the real deal golfer she swung a club before and she has a nice swing like we've been a top golf oh she's got a nice swing smooth as butter man i mean it's pretty so i think she'll be pretty good i don't think she'll need th- anyway whatever i mean that's that's huge news massive news so from killing off the gopher to my wife now wanting to golf i've had a splendid labor day weekend I don't know how we can top that. So you know what? We won't. We want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us today for another episode of Dadtastic. Again, you can follow us on our uh, social, Instagram and Facebook, and now even YouTube, where you get to watch the Can you say it correctly? The YouTube. No, no. It's YouTube. YouTube. Tube. Tube. See ya. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.